the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Lindsay Barnett. This is, in fact, the London Free Press Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. Things are a little bit different. London, not always the sleepy city that some people make it out to be. I'm excited today to catch up with London Free Press crime reporter Dale Carruthers. Dale, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing today, Lindsay? I'm doing very well. Thank you. You have been covering a story that has been kind of unfolding. Not kind of. It has been unfolding since September 10th of last year. One of two unsolved homicides in the city in about a decade. And London police just dropped a lot of information on us with regards to this case earlier this week. So we, of course, are talking about a 30-year-old London nurse who was shot to death in her driveway in a North London subdivision. So take us back to September 10th, Dale, before we talk about what has transpired this week. Okay, it was um, September 10th, uh, around 8 o'clock, and Linda Marks, who uh, is a nurse who operated her own aesthetics business, was in the driveway of her home on Water Oak uh, Ave, and two gunmen got out of a black Volkswagen Jetta, ran up and shot her multiple times. She died at the scene, um, and... Police have been arrested any suspects since then. It was one of 13 homicides last year in London, which was one of the highest uh, homicide rates we've had in a decade. And it was the only homicide from last year in which charges weren't laid. One of only two homicides in the last 14 years in London that remains unsolved. This rattled not only the North London neighborhood because she lived in a very nice house on a very nice street, but it rattled a lot of people. Linda was a relatively new mom, had a baby, lived in this house with her boyfriend. And I don't want to get into any of the speculations because at the time I remember reading your story and going through some of the comments and just kind of shaking my head because there was a lot of speculation about what had happened. Now this week, London police release an image of the two gunmen. What else have we learned? There's there's ties to Toronto. W- what else is going on? Because this all of a sudden, from not really hearing a ton, has all of a sudden brought forward a lot of new information. Yeah, there, was, there wasn't a lot of uh, information released initially about the homicide. Police called it a targeted shooting. Um, and that kind of um, created a lot of speculation and rumors that circulated online. People were wondering why would this uh, woman with no criminal record um, with a one-year-old son be targeted by gunmen? And a targeted shooting, that's really just a law enforcement term that means someone wasn't struck in the crossfire, wasn't randomly shot. Um, I've spoken to a police source and they said a targeted shooting could mean a home was targeted. So that doesn't necessarily imply she was the intended target. Um, so that's still kind of unknown. Um, Police didn't release any additional information beyond uh, an image of the suspect's getaway vehicle, a black Volkswagen Jetta, and they said that uh, they were looking for three males in the car. And that changed yesterday. Police put out um, a photograph of two males with masks, dark clothing, and holding guns. It looked like they were running towards uh, Linda's house. Linda's house is outfitted with multiple surveillance cameras. 
Um, based on the angle, it's almost certain that that image was taken by one of the security cameras at her house. Um, in the background, you could see the black Jetta. And police said they believe that these gunmen came from the Toronto area. Uh, they drove to London in a vehicle that had been stolen from Scarborough on September 5th. They drove to London September 9th um, and fled the city back to the GTA immediately after Linda was shot. Um, so that was the big development in the case yesterday. There's still been no arrests. And I spoke to um, a detective from the Major Crimes Unit, and he said he couldn't speak about the motive of the case. Um, there's a lot of information he couldn't release. Uh, police always have to wrote, walk this tightrope when uh, investigating homicides. They have so much more information than the public will ever hear about. Um, so in a case like this, they had that surveillance footage likely, not just the image, um, for a long time. And they decided to release it now because they're hoping that some information from the public will help lead to arrests. They're asking for information on the whereabouts of these suspects, information about the vehicle. Um, but one reason they didn't release it sooner, that's the claim I was here, why didn't they release it right after this happened, is because they often don't want to show their hand. They don't want the suspects to know that they have images and videos of them because then the suspects could potentially get rid of the clothes they were wearing that day or try and interfere with the investigation and destroy evidence in some other way. So that's always the challenge police face. But the fact that police did release it um, shows that they're really hoping that the public can help them uh, by providing information. Now, with regards to the Jetta, um, it had been ditched down Commissioner's Road East here in London. Uh, any more developments on that? Obviously stolen, like you said, from Scarborough, ditched here. Any uh, intel? Did police say anything as to how they suspect these two guys fled London heading back to Toronto? Police didn't release a lot of information, but obviously the car is a key uh, piece of evidence in this case. And police found it five days after the shooting. Um, so I'm sure they have collected additional evidence from the vehicle that they haven't told us about. Got to talk about the house a little bit because I believe it is still sitting vacant. Linda's boyfriend was living in the house with her. She wasn't known to police, but he was. Can we talk a little bit about his background and what's happening with him right now? Yeah. So uh, Linda lived in the house with her longtime partner. His name was Ali Batty. He is 28 and he had uh, previous convictions for gun and drug offenses here in London. He had served uh, two years in jail on a past conviction. Um, and he was arrested on January 5th, and he's been in jail since then. Police pulled over a vehicle not far from their home, and they seized two loaded handguns from it. Then they went back to the Water Oak Drive home and seized uh, a quantity of drugs, including cocaine. And so Batty, along with two other men, were charged with uh, weapons and drugs offenses. And Batty was denied jail. He's being held um, in a detention center in uh, northern Ontario. He's not here in London. I'm not sure what the reason is for that. And the judge denied him bail. So uh, that case is working its way through the courts. He actually appeared in court today uh, by video from the jail. It was just a brief court appearance and his case was adjourned to next month. Um, and at the time of his arrest, he was actually out on bail for a separate uh, drug trafficking case, which is heading to trial in the fall. So he has these two separate cases against him now. Um, 
So Batty is known to police. I spoke to the detective from Major Crimes yesterday and asked whether um, the homicide be, could be connected to him in any way. And the detective said he can't uh, talk about that. So we don't really know, but we do know that Batty is known to police. Linda wasn't. Um, they have a one-year-old son together and the son is now being cared for by Batty's parents who live on the East Coast. Tragic. This story is just just really sad. Linda's around my age. I also have an eight-month-old baby. And when I read this story in September, I just, it, it hit home. And I know that was the case for a lot of Londoners. I do want to talk about the neighbors a little bit as well, because obviously, like we've both mentioned, it was in a nice neighborhood, uh, a big shock, but also a big shock to people in the city. Anything, anytime anything like this happens, it takes you back a little bit. Um, what are the neighbors saying and have things kind of cooled in the area with the house sitting vacant? What's going on there? Yeah, um, I, I've been in contact with several neighbors over the past few months. And at first, no one wanted to speak about this. At this point, it was an unsolved homicide. The neighbors were really fearful. Um, they didn't want to talk to the media uh, for fear of being associated with this story, knowing that the killers are still out there. So they didn't really want to provide any information on the record. Um, but I've been back to the scene a couple times, and I've spoke to neighbors, and I kind of provided them with updates. And... After Linda was killed, they said that Ali Batty was still living in the house. Um, and then after he was arrested, they said it's been vacant since then. And everyone's just still really fearful because the killers are still out there. They had this man with a criminal past living beside them that they weren't aware of. Um, and this young mother killed in daylight. There was a, a child playing at the park next door to the house when the shooting happened. I, I spoke to another witness she heard the gunshots and she approached the house and saw a man emerge from the garage and he was distraught and he started kicking the car. We don't know if that was Batty, but um, there's a strong possibility that that was him and that he was home at the time of the shooting as well. Very disconcerting, the whole situation. Um, so right now, with regards to the image that was released earlier this week of these two men, London police just asking if anybody recognizes them, same goes for Toronto. What do you expect to see next in this case? And I know, I know there's no uh, crystal ball in regards to this, but just watching this unfold with your experience, what do you expect to see next? Um, well, yesterday when I was speaking to uh, Detective Inspector Alex Kriegsman, um, he said both the suspects in the um, photograph are males. There was speculation on social media that one was a woman. Um, that is not the case. Police would know. They wouldn't get that type of thing wrong. They're both males. So I just wanted to clarify that for our listeners and our readers. Um, and Detective Kriegsman said that London police have put a significant amount of resources into this case. Um, again, I want to go back to London police's track record of solving homicides. Um, it's nearly perfect in the last 14 years. And I've seen several cases where they lay charges years later. So it's not like there's nothing happening in this investigation. Like uh, Detective Kriegsman said, there is a lot happening in the background and they just can't share that information with the public. He said he's confident that they will close this case and the suspects will be arrested. He said there's more people involved in the homicide than the two people in the photo. So that could mean the driver, that could mean additional other people who assisted them. So we just have to pretty much wait for police on this one for another update. Um, and that could come at any time. 
if you are listening to this and you've seen some of the images uh, and you have any information, London police can be reached at 519-661-5670. Dale, I want to thank you not only for your time today, but thank you for the clarification. I meant to mention the speculation online because initially when I saw the photo too, one of the suspects is wearing a Nike sweater and it almost does look like breasts the way it's 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 hitting them um so I, i'm glad that you uh you put a stop to that and of course london police would know so two male suspects london toronto any info please contact police dale thank you as always for your hard work in reporting on this um hopefully next time we talk there will be more resolution with regards to this case so thank you so much for your time today and uh, thanks, Lindsay. And I didn't know that you had an eight-month-old baby, so I hope all is going well on that front. I have an uh, 11-month-old right now, so I know how challenging those times can be. <laughs> it's something new every single day. So yeah, we're enjoying it, though. Thanks, Dale. Uh, if you are enjoying this, don't forget you can always hit subscribe. You can always read more of Dale's stories over at lfpress.com and, of course, in the pages of the London Free Press. Uh, just a reminder, if you have any tips or info with regards to this case, please call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-TIPS. We'll be back again next week with another edition of the London Free Press podcast. Until then, stay well. Stay well.